Okay, today on the podcast, I'm joined by a guest that I've been trying to get on here for a while. I've seen him on the internet. His name is Tombstone Jesus. How are you, sir? Doing great, brother. Glad to finally get on the show, man. Yeah, it's good to have you. Hell yeah. How's everything out there in Ireland? Everything is closed, man. And what's it like where you are? Oh, we're opening right up here. Hey, I got my green shirt on for you, bro. I hope you appreciate (laughs) that. A little late for St. Patrick's Day, but I was thinking about you. You're still rocking the colors. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Ain't getting pinched. And how did you get into wrestling? What's that? How did you get into wrestling? You know, uh, Tombstone Jesus is actually a band. And so Mm -hmm. if, if you... Before I ever wrestled, that was the name of my rock band. And if you get on YouTube, I got all kinds of music on there. You can see me singing and playing in the clubs. And, and uh, I, you know, wrote the music and, and perform it. And, and that's kind of how Tombstone Jesus came about. Uh, is I was playing the clubs. I'd been a wrestling fan my whole life, um, ever since I was a little kid. You know, it's what I wanted to be. It was basically a wrestler. And, uh, you know, I was drinking a lot in my 20s and, and kind of talked a big talk and never fell through, through with any of it. And uh, I hit about 30 years old and some things happened in my life. I ended up quit drinking and uh, kind of cut loose that boat anchor and kind of started doing some of the things I wanted to do. So I always wanted to be... The three things I wanted to do in life was basically be a pro football player, be a rock star, and be a pro wrestler. And uh, I found myself being about, I'd say I was about 36, 37 years old. I crashed on a big old long skateboard. I broke my arm big time. And I was laid up, and I was just kind of pondering my life. At the time, I was like a foreman, you know, on a construction site. I was uh, pondering back to being a kid. You know, I was about 10 years old in fifth grade, and our teacher told us, write down three things you want to be when you grow up. Yeah. Well, I'm like, hey, man, pro football player, rock star, pro wrestler, you know. And teacher looks at it, says, well, these aren't realistic goals, you know, he told me. And I'm like, well, did you write down teacher when you were 10, you know? And, of course, he didn't like that. But uh, I'm pondering back to that. I never wrote down construction foreman, you know, and I was just kind of starting to think about it. And I'm like, well, you know, my pro football career kind of that window had closed. Yeah. I figured the wrestling had as well, but there was nothing stopping me from being a rock star. And so I got my band up and going. And how I got the name Tombstone Jesus is uh, back in my drinking days, I lived up in the mountains, up in a cabin, okay? And the closest drinking establishment was this ski resort that actually Robert Redford owned the ski resort in Utah. It's it's called Sundance. Robert Redford, he's an actor out here in, in the States. He's a pretty famous dude. Yeah, and uh, his bar, the Owl Bar, that was where I'd always drink. And and uh, back in the late '90s, mid '90s, lots of dudes weren't really rocking the long hair and the beard. And I was, I was rocking a full beard. 
And anyways, I'm always getting in trouble in this bar, drinking like a fish and, and threatening to tombstone people and shit. And uh, when I'd walk in the bar, the guy who's playing music could stop everything. And he, he called me Jesus. He said, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus just walked in the building, you know, and everybody giggle, whatever. And when I'd leave, he would stop playing and tell everyone I Jesus just left the building, you know. And, and so it was kind of this inside joke everyone started calling me Jesus and I really didn't care for it. <laughs> but, you know, after two, three years of drinking at this place every night being called Jesus, you just kind of start to answer to it. So I was always a huge wrestling fan. I was in there with my lead guitarist and I've been a brawler my whole life. And back in my drinking days, I'd gotten a lot of fights in a lot of bars. Yeah. And I, I used to threaten to tombstone people, you know, if they got out of line, hey, know your role, I'll come over there and tombstone your ass. And I was threatening to tombstone this dude. And uh, my lead guitarist just looks at me and he yells out, tombstone Jesus. And, and that's uh, how it started. Yeah, I'm like, that's it. That's my name. And he says, that, that'll be the name of our band. And I says, well, that'll be the name when I become a wrestler, too. So so fast forward years ahead, now I've gotten past my alcohol issues, you know, and I've started to get my band going and work Tombstone Jesus. I'm living up in this cabin in the mountains, and my band's basically playing every night, you know, and, and we're just practicing, practicing. We decide to take the show to the, the local, the closest big city which is salt lake city and uh we started playing the clubs and we just took off and uh so we got we got pretty popular real quick with the music and i was playing this show and there was this band that opened up for us and the guitarist was really good i mean this guy was freaking good yeah and uh I got done with our set. He'd already played. He hopped up on the stage. He says, hey, man, I, I, I want to be in your band. He's all, I love your band. I want to be in your band. And I just pissed with my one guitarist. And I'm like, you're hired, dude. You're good, you know. And so he joined my band. He says, well, one other thing. He says, no one knows this. He says, I'm a pro wrestler. He says, I wear a mask. He's all, I think you'd be good at it. So I'm like, I'm like 40 years old. And I'm like, hey, man, I've been waiting my whole life for this opportunity, you know. So I'd already been making the music thing happen. And I got my opportunity to, to get in with this wrestling company and be, be trained as a wrestler. And so I just I jumped all over it. And uh, if you listen to my if you ever see me perform the music I come out to or if you ever see me wrestle my entrance music, the song's called Sasquatch. Well, that's that's my song. I'm singing it. It's a badass song about a Sasquatch, Bigfoot Yeti. And uh, what we did is when my band would perform in the clubs, we actually bought this eight-foot Sasquatch co costume from Hollywood, man, like straight up. Yeah ordered this thing from Hollywood. You got to be like six foot two to be in it. And you look out the chest and it's this badass Sasquatch. Uh, so when my band would play, we'd always start the set with Sasquatch and the, the Sasquatch would come out and 
stagger around the club and tear it up with the drinkers. And, you know, that's how we'd start our first set. So once I started wrestling, well, it only made sense to have the Sasquatch be my bodyguard. And so I'd come out with this seven, eight foot Sasquatch. And if you get on YouTube, you can find some of these older matches where yeah. I'm in there with Sasquatch. Anyways, kids loved it, went over like crazy. And uh, so I just never looked back, man. Once I got my chance to become a wrestler, uh, I've been, you know, it was destiny for me. You know, it took me a little while or uh, a little later on in life to get my opportunity. But once I did, I never looked back. And that's the other thing, too. Like, I'm a, I'm a little older dude. Uh, but as you can see, I don't. I don't age in normal years. I age in badass years. And <laughs> badass years, I'm just barely 23, brother, and I'm I'm peaking right now. So yeah, were, I got. Go ahead, my man. Yeah, you were saying like uh, obviously when you're playing in a band because like I do a little bit of DJing and rock clubs as well, stuff like that. It's very easy like to go to if a concert or whatever and just have a few beers but obviously it was a big lifestyle change for you then going into wrestling because you need to be in shape like you can't be drinking was that a lot of your thoughts and putting the alcohol aside as well you know uh for me it was just i was i was just that guy that everyone wanted to have at the party you know I mean, I was the life of the party. Like someone might drive a hundred miles out of their way to pick me up to make sure I could be there. So it wasn't like I was a bad drunk or anything. It was yeah, just, I was yeah. really good at it. Yeah. Really good at it. You know, like, and, and so, you know, later on I learned that I, that I didn't need to drink all that alcohol to become that, that entertainer. That that's me. And so the alcohol ended up being more like I'd go have a good time. It's not like I was a guy who had a bunch of DUIs and stuff. I'd get a lot of yeah. fights for sure. And anybody who was around definitely got entertained for the night. Uh, but it was holding me back. You know, I'd wake up the next morning with the headache and I'd go to my day job and I'd never really fall through with my goals. And so for me, alcohol was just a boat anchor as far as that goes, you know, yeah. I, and, uh, and so, yeah, getting alcohol passed. So I haven't drank, you know, in 20 years. Wow. Uh, in fact, it's 20 years this year. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, it was a big part of a big part of what helped bring Tombstone Jesus around. Now, everybody gets confused because my name and my name's been nothing but money and nothing but controversy from day one, be it be, with my band or be it being as a wrestler, you know, and there's been chat rooms that have gone off for two or three days just on my name, especially when I got into this business because, you know, Tombstone Jesus. And, uh, yeah, I don't drink, but other than that, that's the only Jesus you get out of this scene, uh, not a religious <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not. And so the name – the name is what it is. There's a story behind how I got it, and it's something I definitely got, and it's been gold. It's been money ever since, and ever since that name's been spoke, anyone who heard it never really forgot it, and yeah, it's, uh, it's so, really you know, it's money, man, and it has been with my music or my wrestling or any. I got 
So get on my YouTube, people out there, uh, Tombstone Jesus. Uh, I started doing YouTube actually before I became a wrestler, and a lot of that stuff's actually before I wrestled. But you can see there's a lot of music over there. There's a lot of comedy I did as well. And so, you know, I love to entertain. That's definitely, I got a lot of different skills doing it. But my favorite thing, what I believe I was born, put on this earth for, is to wrestle. And uh, that's, that's, that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> and so 2021 is going to be a big year. You know, we had to kind of sit back last year. I was grateful. Uh, you know, I got to be on a TV show written by Vince Russo. And, and it, it went on all during the pandemic. So, you know, I'm grateful as far as that goes, but I still was really held back like every other wrestler out there, and especially every indie wrestler, and uh, really looking forward to making up uh, in 2021. So, I mean, things are starting to open up out here. Uh, California, I got a big, big, big match coming up. Barstow, California, April 9th. And, uh, you know, in MMA, I don't know if you're an MMA fan. I'm a huge MMA fan. I'm maybe yeah, a bigger MMA it, fan than a wrestling fan. As soon as we're done, I'm dialing up that pay-per-view of the UFC going on tonight, brother. Yeah, but, it's, still, uh, it's still big over here, man, because of Conor McGregor, obviously. Oh, hell yeah. That guy. Oh, yeah. And he did so much for the sport. But the sport's just awesome. Yeah. Period. You know, love Love MMAs and uh, a big fan of MMA. And, and, and like I say, as soon as we get done here, I'll be dialing up the Stipe fight. Um, but back back to, you know, the YouTube channel, doing all the different entertaining that I've been able to do. And, and then the fact realizing that now I get to become a wrestler, which was really what I was meant to be. And, and what I was getting at with the MMA thing is, is styles make matchups. Yeah. And this next, this next fight I got in Barstow, California, April 9th, uh, they got me up against this guy, Jay Baptist. Yes, and, I've seen uh, that. Yeah, it's a very religious encounter, it seems. Right, right. You know, and, and like I say, matchups make fights. And this one... This one here is going to be epic, and uh, I'm really, really, really looking forward to this. Uh, this guy's got me pretty riled up already, just his whole getup. You know, I mean, I, he's got like, there's like, I don't know what kind of, like I say, you know, you see me make a couple posts. This guy, he ain't only mixing the Kool-Aid, he's drinking the Kool-Aid too, you know. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's like, he's got, he's hanging out with ghetto zombies or something. Like, I don't know what all that guy's got going on, but it ain't just your average John the Preacher Baptist type deal. And uh, there's a darker slate to him as well, I think, is there? I think we're going to find out. Like, he's going to find out I'm not a religious character. I'm, I'm more like a mythological character. Yeah. Okay. The prayers and shit ain't gonna work on me. I'm like Paul Bunyan and Pecos Bill. You know, Jesus is in the name, and that's about as far as it gets. You know, you'll be crying for Jesus because the ass whooping you get, and you'll be screaming to Jesus. But that's that's about as religious as as my character gets. 
And, what, pro uh, what promotion is that for? Guy, me and this guy, it, it's just right and left, you know. I mean, this is a per this this matchup was inevitable. Mm -hmm. It was just a matter of time before me and this character made up, and it's it's going to happen. It's the the show uh, tickets went on sale. It sold out in like two hours. And, and which promotion so is that? It's Destination Six. People out yeah. there, great promotion out of Barstow, California. Uh, Sim Bodie's on the card. Um, there's, it's a huge card. It's going to be a great show. Like I say, it's sold out in just a matter of hours. And these people haven't been able to go to a to a, a, a live wrestling show since the pandemic, California. We've so had some pumped. limited shows here, you know, with Devotion Championship Wrestling. Um, where, you know, they had kind of private events where people would come in and space out and they'd take their temperature and everyone would have a mask on and, and that's still kind of how it's going, but that, that's starting to change. Yeah. And uh, that's what that's what I'm really, really excited for. In fact, I think they're having a big MMA event in Houston. Florida. Is it Florida? Yeah, with the yeah, full yeah. crowd. Full crowd, no masks, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. It's on. It's on, people. It's all wrestling fans out there. I think you got a lot to look forward to, and there's a lot of excited entertainers that are ready to get out there and entertain. I know this one here is for sure. And as far as the United States of America goes, I plan on really getting around uh, just as soon as these places open up, just as fast as they open up. Tombstone Jesus is going to be coming to town. Do you watch much of the wrestling on television in terms of AEW WWE? So I watch all my friends that are on there. <laughs> I'll tell yeah. you that. I uh, I purposely, when I became a wrestler, I I started seeing a lot of a lot of everything going on. Everybody just imitating everybody. Mm -hmm. And, and so I almost would try not to even be influenced by what's going on currently, you know? And so I, as, as once I started wrestling myself, I really dug into the things that made me want to be a wrestler. And that for me, it was being a fan in the eighties, you know, with my age and everything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I grew up watching Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and, and those are the matches that I watch for hours and hours and hours. You know, I geek out on WrestleMania three. I'll geek out on a freaking Saturday night main event from 1986. I'll, I'll geek out on some old Georgia championship wrestling, you know, and every now and again, I still checking out what's going on, but in a way I purposely don't want to be influenced by that because i see everybody chasing everyone's ass around trying to do the same thing that whatever was on monday night well the fans seen that shit they all watched what was on monday night so they want to see something different and for me tombstone jesus is something different and and so yeah i i watch a lot a lot a lot of old school matches um but as far as AEW and the wwf or wwe i all my friends that are there now, I I watch their matches two or three or four times, um, you know. But a lot of it I I, I skip purposely just because I don't want to be tainted. What what I say to a lot of people on the podcast is I find that with wrestling nowadays it's purely based on wrestling. 
there's no real character storylines behind people. And that's one thing that you've built for yourself with your character, you know, which is appreciated because like a lot of wrestling on television now, it's just guys in good shape wearing black trunks, just doing nice wrestling matches, but they have nothing behind them. They have no background. They have no storyline. They have no characters. Do you find that? Yeah, yeah, 100%. There's no character. It all starts with the character. There's there's no reason to – if you don't – if someone's not interesting, you don't care if they get their ass kicked or they win. You don't really yeah. care if they win or lose, right? Mm-hmm. It's yep. all about the characters. And like I say, that's where I'm really grateful with the character I've created, Tombstone Jesus. Uh, it's believable. It's a big part of who I am. You know, when I say I age in badass years, I do age in badass years. You know, when I pack a house, there might be 100 people in that audience that seen me in a real fight. Yeah. You know, they might have seen me beat up the local bully in high school when I was in third grade. You know what I mean? And and so that's where that character, you know, it, it, obviously Tombstone Jesus is a character. But he's also me just cranked up, you know, like a lot of the wrestlers out there, Ric Flair and the Macho Man and everything else, you know. That, that's a big part of who they were, who they are, just cranked up. And, and that's, that's, that's Tombstone Jesus. And that character is believable. Tombstone Jesus this guy lives in his own world. Okay. The real world's always creeping in, but tombstone just don't get it. You know, it's like every time I get pulled over for a speeding, it's like the cop wants another autograph from me. <laughs> yeah. They won't leave me alone. Cause I mean, they, they just love me, but in reality, I'm getting a fucking speeding ticket, right? That, <laughs> yeah. That's that, that that's the beauty and the genius of Tombstone Jesus or Tombstone Genius, however you want to put it. But that yeah. character, that you know, that's a real deal. And that's when if people know me in real life, that's why I say a lot of them have seen me in a real fight when they found out, oh God, he's he's wrestling now, he's this Tombstone Jesus character, they just nod. Cause that's been me since I was five, six years old, you know, and, uh, you know, it, but, but either way, it's a, the character needs to be believable, needs to be entertaining. And without that, you got nothing. You got nothing. So you can't create a story without a character, right? Cause nobody yeah. cares, you know? And so for me, I couldn't be more grateful be able to be involved with Vince Russo. Yeah, I met I met Vince Russo actually over here a few years ago. Oh. He was doing an autograph signing in Dublin, yeah, in Ireland. Dude, one of the coolest guys I've ever met. I mean, seriously, couldn't couldn't be a more approachable, just awesome, really cool cat, you know. And, but as far as me being 50 years old, being a wrestling fan my whole life, being able to understand a character and a story and what makes a story great. For me, the peak, the highlight of it all was, you know, the the Stone Cold, the Rock, the Attitude Era, you know, at its best. You know, that was peak of wrestling for me, which Vince was very responsible for. 
yeah. you know? And so as soon as I get to be involved with Vince Russo, it's like, okay, I just can't wait to find out what he's got in store next because I feel like I've given this, it's like handing Michelangelo this badass piece of granite. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's a nice piece of granite here in the great sculptor's hands. I don't have to worry about shit. Let's just see what, you know, he's going to do with it, you know? And that's how I feel like with my tombstone, Jesus character, I completely trust Vince Russo because <laughs> for him, I feel like it's just a, a great, a great piece of marble that he can mold a great piece of clay that he can work with because in order to make an, a story interesting, it, it needs those characters, you know? Yeah. He obviously sees you as an interesting character. Yeah, and I'm very grateful, you know, like I said, I'm just very grateful uh, for all that. Like I said, my character's everything. And the, some of the stories we've got, you know, the storyline with my son, I know you've had that little shit on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's some good stuff. And uh, Vince knows what to do with that, you know. And uh, the guy's a genius. I've seen firsthand before he, before he really committed with Devotion Championship Wrestling, he came out and checked out what he was all about for a couple shows. And he worked some things out with, with the storyline I had going on in the back. I'm not going to give it all away or anything, but yeah. all I could say is that's firsthand when I got to realize what a genius this guy is. And, uh, you know, like I say, just total, total, couldn't be more happy to have my character involved with, with the show that he writes. And, uh, but, you know, again, independent wrestling, it's an interesting deal. You know, there, it's like, there's nothing else quite like it because you develop your own character gets inserted in these different plays, shall we say. Yeah. Right. So your job really is to make your character as interesting as it can be. And then from there, it's going to work from there. You're going to have the characters, the styles to make the matchups. And that's why this, this Jay Baptist thing, you know, it was just a matter of time before our characters clashed and brother, they're going to clash. So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And, and, you know, it's ongoing with my son, me and Otto, you know, I don't know. If we could, ever, if I could ever work with the kid, we'd be tag team champions of the world. I honestly don't think there's a team in the world that could beat us. But will we leave the arena without killing each other before it's all said and done? You know, that seems to be the question. So you know, he's a little entitled snowflake. Uh, you know, when he don't get a toy in his happy meal, you you know, you see my pulse, you see the <laughs> yeah. shit I deal with, and. Uh, but, you know, it all said, you know, like I said in my last promo, I mean, I thought I'd lived a perfect life. And then he come along and let me know even I make mistakes, you know. And so it's six foot <laughs> yeah. two, blonde hair, walks around and, and uh, talks a lot of shit. Uh, but I do believe if I could ever work with the kid, I think we could probably beat any team in the world. Yeah. You never know in wrestling, sometimes things come full circle. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Either Listen, way, it's going to be messy with that kid. 
It will be, but it might it, it might have a happy ending or it might have a very, very sad he, ending. He, he broke my nose just like 10 days ago or whatever it was. Uh, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> we got a lot. There's a lot of more growing pains and a lot more ass whoopings coming, I think, before either of us will ever see eye to eye. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of entertaining as far as that goes. And, you know, that's on Fight TV for everybody to see. It's always on YouTube as well, Devotion Championship Wrestling. Subscribe. The show is written and produced by Vince Russo, some of the greatest independent wrestlers in the States and and sometimes from all over the world. Yeah. And uh, definitely – Definitely, you got people out there in Ireland, you know, check it out. Dial up Fight TV, dial it up on, on YouTube. And hours of entertainment, hours of good wrestling. It's a good time for independent wrestling, and I really appreciate your time tonight. Hey, I was, I was honored to be on the show, brother. Looking forward yeah. to next time. Exactly. We'll, we'll catch up again because I want to see what road this character goes down. Well, I'll tell you, we'll have to we'll have to meet up after the six and talk about what happened in Barstow. Uh, yeah, because that shit is going to be epic. And uh, yeah, there's still there's going to be something to talk about as far as that goes, brother. Brilliant, man. Thanks a million. All right, man. Take care, everybody out there. Tombstone Jesus on Instagram, Facebook as well. Subscribe to me on YouTube and uh, have a good night.